Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. It's Dr. Michelle Ding. I'm bringing you another SoloCast episode today, and today's episode will be on cooking. And this is something that I have grown to love so much, and I didn't really grow up cooking a whole lot. My dad was always more of the chef in the house, but my mom cooked a lot of good dishes too. And once I moved out and um, had my own family, that was when I really picked up cooking. But I will probably say within the last five to seven years is when I grew to think of cooking more like a stress relief. And it kind of correlates with the time that I started paying more attention to my own self in terms of my fitness and health habits and really wanting to develop more healthy habits for myself and for my family. So I started just learning how to cook on my own and um, with everything being more available on the internet, it just became so much more accessible to me. And I'm not saying that you all, if you don't enjoy cooking, need to just learn how to love cooking. But I wanted to make this episode to share with you some of the gadgets and tools that I have used over the years that have made my life so much easier when it comes to cooking. To be honest, um, you know, it's just me, my husband, and, and my son. But if I were to want to throw together a nice, healthy dinner for them, you can do it in less than 30 minutes, and it's relatively easy. So for those of you who are interested in kind of learning different things you can do to make cooking a little bit easier and more fun, the other thing is if you do have kids, definitely involve them if they want to. Um, My son is 11, and um, his favorite thing is sautéing onions and garlic. He thinks that smells so delicious. So anytime I'm cooking in the kitchen, he always asks if he can help me sauté some onions and garlic for my dish if that's something that I need. And uh, so it's it's fun to get him involved in the process. And um, and he has pride whenever he is able to help me with a meal. He has pride in, 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 in putting together a meal with me. So there are a couple of little tips and tricks that I do have for you. And uh, some of it is different appliances that I have in my kitchen. And oh my gosh, I need to find a way to organize my appliances a little bit better just because some of them are pretty big and bulky. And I don't know how to put them up in a cabinet in a way that isn't a big mess. Um you know, sometimes we open up our cabinets and there's appliances and, and, and pots and pans and nothing fits and I'm just not a very organized person. However, I do get the cooking done. So that there's that. So one thing that I do have to say is that if you want a quick and healthy meal, really think of it as some protein and some veggies. 
that's really it. And you can be definitely full off of it. And if you listen to my previous solo episode, I did mention that now I eat primarily fish. I don't eat any more meat uh, for the time being. That may change with some time, but I feel pretty good with it right now. So I think I'm going to keep up, keep, keep it up as long as I can. So the easiest thing for me to do is just to pay and sear a fish and um, have some veggies on the side and that keeps us full. So a little quick tip about veggies. So one of the appliances that I will mention to you, and I'm not going to mention any specific brands just because there's so much out there. And honestly, you can just look on Amazon and see appliances or whatever is within your budget and with good reviews, and you're probably good to go because I think you can't really go wrong with any of these. So the first appliance that I'm going to highly recommend is an air fryer. And some of the, some of the ovens, um, nowadays have the option of convection, which is pretty much what an air fryer is. It's a, it's a convenient little convection oven. And so the benefit of using an air fryer is that you don't have to use a whole lot of oil. So if you were to want to fry French fries or, um, deep fry or chicken wings, uh, you need a lot of oil for that, which is not very healthy. So, um, the benefit of using an air fryer is you really don't need a whole lot of oil to do it. So the one that I have has a basket and, and it's a little bit small for me personally. I might have to go over to my parents' house and steal their, their larger air fryer, but, um, but it has a little basket and I use it all the time. And my favorite thing to, to, to cook in an air fryer are veggies just because I can throw it in, turn it on and be done in 15, 20 minutes. So you can throw in like, if you go to the grocery store and get a bag of green beans or even a bag of Brussels sprouts, um, you can throw that entire bag in there. Definitely don't want to overflow the air fryer, but you can throw the whole bag in there, turn it on about 360, 375 for about 15 to 20 minutes. You can put just a little bit of oil. doesn't need a whole lot of oil and a little bit of seasoning. I personally like a little bit of salt, pepper, garlic powder, and that is it. Doesn't take any, any type of maintenance or any, anything else other than just throwing it in. The other thing that I really enjoy making in the air fryer, um, back when I was eating meat was chicken wings. And the amazing thing about chicken wings is that in the air fryer, you don't need any oil. And that to me is so amazing because if you were to eat chicken wings at a restaurant or try to make it at home, you would need a big batch of oil in the air fryer because chicken wings already have fat in it. You don't need any additional oil. So my trick for chicken wings in the air fryer is that you season it with a little salt, pepper, garlic powder, and then just throw in a little bit of potato starch. So that is the secret ingredient is potato starch. You basically just shake up potato starch and whatever seasoning, shake it up with the, the raw chicken wings, and then you throw it into the air fryer. You turn it on to about 360 to 375 for 25 minutes. And you have to, the trick is you have to shake it every five to seven minutes in the basket so that it doesn't stick to the air fryer. And then once that's cooked or once that's completed, then you turn it on to the highest setting, which on my air fryer is, I think it's 390. 
um, for about five more minutes just to make it even more crispy. And it is amazing. And it is so easy. Um, so other than the veggies and the, uh, chicken wings, you can cook so many dishes in there. And if you want to know any specific recipes, I, I can definitely post it on the blog. Um, another thing that I like to do with the air fryer is that cook things from frozen. It's so easy. So you can get frozen sweet potato fries or sweet potato tater tots, which is one of our favorites, throw it in there leave it in for about 15 to 20 minutes. The key with an air fryer that has a basket is you do have to shake it every five minutes so that it doesn't stick to the basket. And those are our favorite things. Um, you can also use the air fryer to heat up frozen pizza or heat up pizza. Sorry, <laughs> cold leftover pizza. Just throw it in there. So if you can get the theme of the air fryer is you just throw it in there, right? Um, so that is something easy if you want a side dish for your dinner, for your meal of veggies, just use the air fryer. Another appliance that I really enjoy using is the pressure cooker. And everybody knows about the instant pot. And, um, I will tell you the first time I made something in the instant pot pressure cooker, it was a total fail. And I had friends come over and it was when my son was about five or six, we had a play date. So I had one of his classmates and, uh, and his classmates, parents come over for dinner and I was like, oh yeah, I just got this pressure cooker. It's going to be so cool. I'm going to make this pot roast and it's going to be delicious. And I did not realize that on top of the lid of the pressure cooker, there's a little knob that you have to turn to seal it. And that is the only way that it can build up pressure is if that little knob is sealed. So I did not realize it. I had it on, but I didn't have it sealed. And so I, it was a total fail. So sometimes these appliances can be a little bit intimidating because you don't know how to actually work it. And I don't know about you, but I hate reading directions. I get, I zone out after like the first paragraph. But anyways, the pressure cooker is one of the easiest things to use if you know how to use it. And so I'd encourage you, if you're not really sure, if you've never used a pressure cooker, you definitely need to, at the very least, look on YouTube and watch a video on how to use it and how the little buttons work. Because I actually have two pressure cookers. One of my good friends, June, she bought me a pressure cooker for, I think it was my birthday. No, I'm sorry. It's Christmas. She bought me a second pressure cooker and it's a newer model than the old one that I had. And I didn't know what all the buttons, the, the buttons were updated. And so now I have two pressure cookers, one that I use for my savory meals and one that I'm starting to use for my desserts. And so can you believe you can make you can make desserts and pressure cookers. It's amazing. I made a banana cake, a banana bread and a mini bunt pan in the pressure cooker. I've also made flan. I've made creme brulee. I've made variety of, um, of state, like the, those are the, the sweet desserts, but I've also made tons of savory meals in the pressure cooker. And so, um, people have asked, what is the benefit of, a pressure cooker versus just a slow cooker. And it's very simple. It's just a time thing. <laughs> so some stews that I've made in the past that takes me the entire day, I can make in 40 minutes. I have made in the past, I've made instant or pressure cooker carnitas. So I put an entire two to three pound, um, piece of pork in there with all the seasonings and I make carnitas out of it. I have made, um, 
some Vietnamese stews in there. I've made pot roast. I even made the filling for chicken pot pie in there. Um, I've made chili. So that is one of my favorite things to do is chili in there. It's pretty straightforward to just throw everything in there and just forget about it. If going back to the air fryer, you know, my, the whole thing was to just throw everything in there and forget about it. It is even easier with a pressure cooker because you really can forget about it. <laughs> with the air fryer, you have to shake it up every couple of minutes with a, with the pressure cooker, you just throw it in there, you put it on whatever time you want. And whenever the time is up, it will slowly unseal itself. So the one thing that you have to know with the pressure cooker is that um, people talk about quick release and a natural release. So whenever you have the knob um, to seal, whenever the time is up, so say you want to set a stew in there for 40 minutes, whenever that 40 minutes is up, it will slowly release the pressure. So that's what's called a natural release. You can push that knob over to release um, more quickly. And that's what you have to be careful about. And that's what my mom was really afraid about whenever I initially got her the pressure cooker, which she still has not used because she's afraid of blowing out one of her eyeballs. It has such high pressure. So if you set the knob on a quick release to open up that pressure, that pressure, instead of it being slowly released over time, sometimes it can take 15, 20 minutes to release that pressure. If there's a lot of pressure, if you're doing a quick release and you're turning that knob, all that pressure has to come out. And so it will shoot out. (laughs) So, um, a lot of times what I do is I will take like the end of a tong and push it over so that the pressure is released, but I definitely do not want to be my eyeballs or anything. I don't want to be near that pressure just because all of that has to come out. So if you do have a pressure cooker and you want to try some recipes, that's just another tip that I have is that, um, if you want to do a quick release, then you just have to be very, very careful with that. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of things you can do. Oh, another thing that is super, super fun and easy and takes 15 minutes to make in the pressure cooker is one pot instant pot or pressure cooker, one pot, uh, pasta. It is so easy and, um, you can do it with or without meat. You literally throw everything, including raw pasta into the pot, into the pressure cooker, turn it on for eight minutes and it is done. I mean, can you believe that is so easy? And my trick or my tip, um, for you to have more veggies is whenever you go to the store, you have those, um, salad mixes that come in a bag. That's like ready-made mix. All you have to do is just mix in the dressing or whatever. And it has just different types of, um, salads in there. Um, I mean, you can just get a bunch of those and you have your dinner you have, you know, your one pot pasta, you have a side of salad, that's it. You can roast some veggies in the air fryer. I mean, when I tell you I, how easy it is to make dinner, it really is so easy. You just have to kind of know and be able to manage your time a little bit so that you're not waiting for your veggies to be done before you start making something else. The last appliance that I want to share with you today is the cast iron skillet. So my cast iron skillet, I've probably had for about six years and it is so nice and seasoned. It is so heavy, (laughs) but uh, I use it for so many things. And the benefit of using the cast iron skillet is it holds the heat so well. You can also put that skillet into the oven. 
So for example, one dish, I mean, I just made this yesterday was, um, is pan seared salmon. So I will have to say before I started cooking a lot of fish, I was very afraid of fish. I just was afraid of undercooking it or overcooking it. It just seemed like it was so, so challenging to get it at the right temperature and, um, and so I did, I, I've now started cooking a lot of fish. And one thing in addition that you may need is a temperature, like a little temperature probe. And so I got one out of like, I think it was an Amazon lightning deal and it, it orange is my favorite color. So it had, it's an orange little temperature probe. And I use that all the time now just to check the temperature, make sure that everything is appropriate temperature. So I have started not being so afraid of cooking fish. And one of my favorites is actually just a pan, a simple pan seared Atlantic salmon. And, um, so the way I do it is I have my cast iron skillet. I will put it on medium to low heat just because it holds the heat so well. You don't need to put it on super high heat, put a little oil in the pan. I season the salmon on the skin with just a little bit of salt so I'll put a little salt on the skin and then I will pan sear it skin side down for about four minutes, four to five minutes or so. And then I will season the top, uh, season the, the meat side or flesh side, flip it over. And then I just pop it in the oven at 375. So you put everything in the oven, including the skillet. And sometimes I'll put, like yesterday, I put some green beans in there, uh, raw green beans before I put it in the oven. And I just put it in there for about an additional 15 minutes, check the temperature, and I make sure, I like it medium, so I make sure it's about 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And that is it. <laughs> so um, when I say that it is so easy and so simple, it truly is. You just have to kind of know what you're doing <laughs> and know how to manage your time. So you can do a lot of variety of things with those appliances. So air fryer, pressure cooker, cast iron skillet. Those are probably the three main ones that I use all the time. And, um, I, I mean, to me, cooking is, um, something that I guess it comes more naturally for me. It may not come as naturally for other people, but it's something that I enjoy doing because, I enjoy putting together a healthy meal for my family. I enjoy eating dinner with my family. Um, when How I grew up was my dad would eat dinner in like five minutes. He would just hurry up and eat. And we would always have the TV blasting on in the background. And so we never talked. And that was something that I did not want for myself and for my family so for me, mealtimes um, and cooking and mealtime is a way for me to connect with my family. And I love it whenever my husband gets seconds and thirds of whatever dish I've made. I love it whenever my son rubs his belly and says how yummy this food is. And that's like, he'll make comments like, this is the best meal ever. And he's probably said that for a variety of meals that I've made. So I just enjoy that and I enjoy sitting down with my family and having them enjoy the meal that I've created for them. So I love to cook 
and I would love to share with you additional recipes or appliances that I've used. Like I said, I've probably had, have had every single appliance there is out there. And, um, the one thing that I have not tried yet is my mom asked for a food dehydrator for Christmas a few years ago. So we got it for her and she's never even used it. I don't know if any of your parents are like that, but my mom is like that. She'll want something and then we'll get it for her and then she'll just never use it. So then what ends up happening is that I will take it back from her and then use it. And that's what happened with uh, one of a standalone KitchenAid mixer that I got for her many years ago. She wanted it. I got it for her. She never used it. She said it was too heavy. So then I took it back probably five years later. So I use that a lot. That's that can be on another episode. But um, anyways, those that, that was just my little um, tidbit of cooking appliances gadgets that I wanted to share with you all. And I do post a lot of my pictures and um, dishes and recipes that I use, but I, I post that on my private page. But if you do want to see some of the things that I've cooked, let me know. Leave me a rating or review on iTunes and let me know. I'm happy to post it on um, our the podcast Instagram as well as blog, but just let me know. Other than that, I hope you all stay safe and healthy. Things are a little bit crazy right now in Texas, which is where I'm at. So I hope that you all mask up, stay safe, stay healthy, get moving, make sure you're still exercising. Tune in every week for other episodes, for additional episodes, and I hope to talk to you all soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.